Welcome back to another bonus episode on the Jovian planets. I'm Alice, and today I will be covering the last two officially recognized planets in our solar system, Uranus and Neptune. So let's start off with Uranus. Uranus is the only planet named after a Greek god, aside from Earth, of course, and this god is the personification of heaven and what we might now call space, or the celestial ocean. He was the first ruler of the world before Kronos overthrew him. Uranus actually was almost named after King George III, yes, the one involved with the American Revolution, as Georgium Cetus. But people weren't exactly a fan of this idea and the nerdy British astronomers, so it was instead named in keeping with Greco-Roman mythology. Uranus has 27 moons, and just how Uranus is the odd planet out naming-wise, aside from Earth of course, its moons are also unconventionally named. Rather than being named after Greco-Roman figures, they're named after characters written by Shakespeare and Alexander Pope. The inner moons are composed of half-water, half-ice rock, while the outer moons are suspected more to be captured asteroids. Uranus's five major moons are, from smallest to largest, Miranda, Ariel, Umbriel, Oberon, and Titania. Uranus also has two sets of rings. The innermost nine rings are thin and dark gray. The second set, however, has a dusty reddish inner ring, like those seen for other planets in the solar system, and it has one blue outer ring, like Saturn's outermost major ring. This is likely because it is made of ice. Uranus is the only planet with an axial tilt greater than 90 degrees, which means that it has very extreme seasons. For nearly a quarter of a Uranian year, or Uranus's full orbit around the sun, the sun will shine directly on the North Pole and the South Pole will experience 21 years in total darkness. After another 21 years, these roles are reversed and the North Pole is plunged into 21 years of darkness and South Pole 21 years of sunshine, so again, incredibly extreme seasons. Although Uranus is four times wider than Earth, this still makes it less than half as wide as Saturn. It is also nearly 20 times farther from the Sun than the Earth, so it takes light from the Sun 2 hours and 40 minutes to reach it. Uranus is mostly made up of a hot, dense fluid of water, methane, and ammonia. Its blue-green color actually comes from this methane, which absorbs red wavelengths, but reflects more blue and green wavelengths. Its atmosphere is mostly composed of hydrogen and helium. Even Uranus's surface atmosphere is incredibly cold, and some spots are so cold that it actually rivals Neptune, which is the coldest planet in our solar system. The average surface temperature is negative 353 degrees Fahrenheit, or negative 214 Celsius, but some parts can get as cold as negative 371 degrees Fahrenheit or 224 degrees Celsius. That's only one degree Celsius warmer than Neptune's average temperature. A day on Uranus, or the time it takes the planet to completely spin around its axis, is equivalent to 17 Earth hours. However, the time it takes Uranus to travel around the Sun, or a Uranus year, is equal to 84 Earth years. You'd be incredibly lucky to be alive to witness Uranus complete a full orbit twice, and you likely wouldn't even be old enough to remember the first time it occurred. Last but not least, let's move on to Neptune. Neptune is roughly the same size as Uranus, just about 450 miles or 725 kilometers smaller. However, Neptune is much farther from the Sun. Rather than just 20 times, Neptune is 30 times farther from the Sun than the Earth, so the Sun's light takes four hours to reach it. Neptune was named after the Roman god of the sea, or the equivalent to Greece's Poseidon. As such, its 14 moons are named after the lesser sea gods and nymphs. Its largest moon, Triton, is the only large moon in the solar system that orbits a planet in the opposite direction of said planet's rotation, or retrograde orbit. Triton is incredibly cold. 
the average surface temperature is negative 391 degrees Fahrenheit or negative 235 degrees Celsius, even colder than the average surface temperature on Uranus. Even so, scientists have found geysers springing up from the planet's icy surface with water mostly falling down in a snow-like substance. It's also interesting to note that the moon's atmosphere is getting slightly warmer over time, though scientists aren't entirely sure why. Neptune, the planet, also has rings, at least five main rings and four ring arcs that we know of so far. The four ring arcs would normally disperse and grow out into full rings, but scientists suspect that the pull of a nearby moon keeps them clumped up into only partial rings, or these ring arcs. All of Neptune's rings are believed to be quite young and actually relatively short-lived, so we'll be likely to see them change and even disappear over the coming century's millennia. Neptune's makeup is very similar to Uranus, as it is also made up of methane, water, and ammonia. It is the densest planet of all of the gas giants. It also has a small rocky core, like the other Jovian planets, and this core is about the same size of Earth's. Because of the similar makeup, particularly in regards to methane content, Uranus and Neptune have very similar colors. Neptune is actually the windiest planet in our solar system. So while Earth's winds can get up to a maximum speed of 250 miles per hour, or 400 kilometers per hour, Neptune's winds surpass speeds of 1,200 miles per hour, or 2,000 kilometers per hour. Neptune also used to have its own giant dark spot, thanks to a violent storm the size of Earth, similar to Jupiter. But unlike Jupiter's giant red spot, Neptune's storm seems to have actually subsided and the spot has vanished, though new storms have cropped up. Neptune is also the coldest planet in the solar system with an average surface temperature of negative 373 degrees Fahrenheit or negative 225 degrees Celsius. That is only 68 degrees Fahrenheit or 48 degrees Celsius warmer than absolute zero. Temperatures at absolute zero literally stop all particle movement from even occurring. So needless to say, Neptune is absolutely frigid. One day on Neptune is about 16 hours on Earth, but one year on the planet is over 165 years on Earth. It actually completed its first full orbit since its 1846 discovery in June of 2011. Unfortunately for current day me, 2011 me was a bit too preoccupied with elementary school to really care about Neptune completing its orbit, and I missed out on a very historical moment in a way that I will never not be salty about. But if some age-prolonging technology comes about, you can bet that I will be celebrating the heck out of the second anniversary. So, with that, We've wrapped up our Jovian planets. I'm thinking about coming back with a rundown of Pluto and other notable dwarf planets and Planet X as either a bonus episode or a more formal full episode, so let me know what you all think. But until then, I hope you enjoyed, and I'll catch you next week.